So I work from home three to five days in a week. The other time I spend in a co-working space. And sometimes it's hard to get motivated to get work done. Someone told me about this tool called Focusmate that matches up random internet people who want to be productive. It opens a chat window and they sit together while they do their work for 50 minutes. Since trying it out a few months ago, I do a number of these sessions and it's worked super well for me to stay on task. Honestly, I really have no idea how it works. So I reached out to their CEO, Taylor Jacobson, to talk about the latest research on productivity and how to stay productive when working from home. He graciously accepted and here we are. It's got some great surprises, so stay tuned. As you know, Building Remote Teams is a brand new podcast. And to celebrate our launch, we have some really awesome discounts to give you from some of our favorite tools for remote teams. We have discount tools for 1Password, Donut, Hey Taco, Carrot, BirthdayBot, KarmaBot, and a ton more. All you need to do is to go to buildingremoteteams.com and subscribe with your email. You'll get a link to the page with all of the recommended tools and discounts that I mentioned above. Now, on to the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Building Remote Teams. I'm here with Taylor Jacobson from Focusmate. Taylor, welcome, man. Thank you, Devin. Great to be here. Nice. So tell me, where are you calling in from today? And tell me a little bit about you know the space you're in. What do you see when you look around you? Yeah, I'm in New York City. I'm in Harlem and I'm in my home office, which is, you know, two feet from my living room and six feet from my dining room, which were all the same space, you know, New York City living. So, (laughs) but yeah, I actually just put in a standing desk. So I'm pretty pumped about that. And I'm like, I'm a huge proponent of making your workspace like beautiful and and awesome. So, so yeah, I, I actually love, love my home office. Hmm. Love it. So Taylor, I met you, you know, or I came across you because I discovered this thing called Focusmate in one of the Slack channels I'm part of, where I was just asking people like, hey, how do you focus? You know, I'm a Pomodoro person. What do you do? And someone mentioned, oh, like I've been using Focusmate. And I was like, what's that? So I went and I've done my 20th Focusmate session, I think this, this past week, and I'm a big fan. So when I try to explain it to someone, they reflect it back to me as, hey, this sounds like chat roulette to help people with focusing. And I don't know if that's how accurate that is, but I don't think I sold it very well. So maybe do you want to tell us a little bit about your history, about you know the story, and then what Focusmate kind of is today and where, where you're going to take it? Yes, that's several questions. I'll probably forget. Several questions. Half of them, so I'll just yeah. I'll just talk about some stuff. Um, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Go go ahead, brother. Yeah, I I think the chat roulette thing is awesome. Whatever helps you remember it. So I the story sort of starts or thickens anyways. 2011, I was working for a startup in India, and basically I begged my boss to let me work remotely because my commute sucked, and I wasn't super motivated about my job, and so I started working remotely and. Overnight, I went from being, let's say, a top performer, definitely not a low performer, to just totally, totally struggling. And I don't know, I was like spending time doing work, but really just focusing on the wrong things. And and sometimes it felt like I wasn't doing anything till noon. And lo and behold, a few months later, I was having a difficult conversation with my boss and we just decided to part ways. And basically, I just went into this really dark place for a while. It was pretty humiliating for me to essentially get fired. And meanwhile, I was also just really intensely struggling with productivity. And I had always been really interested in human potential and like 
you know, dreaming about what are we capable of and how do we make that happen? How do we become our best? And going through what was, that was like a year of being in a pretty bad place. It really deepened my interest in studying behavioral science and productivity and spiritual growth. And, and I just decided that needed to be my job somehow. I didn't know how, but it certainly connected me deeply to the pain of procrastination, the pain of working remotely or you know, just doing anything without support on your own. And in fact, so you were in, in, were you still in India after you got fired? I was, yes. Okay. So you're in India, you got fired and you're just like bumming around the house, you know, thinking about, you know, productivity, how you can make life better for remote people or even yourself, I guess in that case, and having kind of these big existential questions about, I want to, I want to work on this problem. Totally. Yeah. You know, I I had some other projects I was doing at that time, but I was still doing the same old procrastination, like really struggling. So like superficially, I I had stuff going on, but in the background, it was just, it was really bad. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't really figure it out for a while, but I started to learn a lot. And I eventually became an executive coach after doing a lot of this studying and just that was a good way to help people. But after several years of that, the idea for Focusmate emerged. And it, it was just talking to a friend, actually, of somebody who was also working from home and also procrastinating. And we were kind of just commiserating about stuff that we were putting off. And I was thinking about like, what would be the ideal, like if I could just like dream up any possible way that I could get helped, what would it be? And I proposed to him that we would just get on a video call the next day and we would sit with each other while we did our work. And so we just did that, you know, and we we structured it really carefully using a lot of behavioral science. So we started the call by each setting a goal and getting really specific about what we wanted to accomplish. And then we wrote that down in the chat for the video. And then we just got to work and we sat there with each other and we checked in periodically to see how it was going. But long story short, it was just, it was like a miracle for both of us where by the end, literally by the end of that first time working like that, both of us were like, wow, there's gotta be millions of people who are just like us who really could use something like this. So that was the initial spark for Focusmate. And pretty quickly after that, just more and more ideas started to come about how we could turn this into a really rich platform and the vision started to emerge really around this question of like how deeply could you reach into somebody's life to support them if we sort of remove the fears or the shame that I had around like literally asking this friend Jake if he would sit with me while I did my work and I would sit with him while he did his work what what could become available like how much support could you get and so that's really how we orient ourselves is just like yeah, what you know? What else can we do to help people? So, what was the what was the power that came from that? I mean, it's a very simple idea that I guess on the surface doesn't seem terribly powerful. That you just have somebody in the background, you say this is what you want to do, and then you tell them basically whatever you want. Right? You could lie to them if you want and say like, oh yeah, like I was super productive when you were just scrolling Reddit the whole time. Like, what is the power? that you discovered through that, where it's like, it seems to have this epiphany moment where this is so revolutionary, at least for your own workflow. Yeah, that's a really good question. And there's so many layers to it, it turns out. There's so many pieces that are 
you know, validated by different behavioral science research. So I'll share a few, you know, one piece you just, you just asked about like, you know, couldn't you just lie about what you're doing? And that really touches on like the heart of it, which is that we're deeply social animals. And so if you create a safe shame-free environment. People don't feel the need to lie. And we just can't help responding to social triggers, right? So we might like to think of ourselves as super rational creatures, but we're not at all. So how does it connect to Focusmate? Well, with Focusmate, you are committing, you're making a commitment to another person to be somewhere at a certain time. In this case, you're committing to show up to your Focusmate video session. Then you get there, you meet your partner, you started to, you've started to develop a little rapport now, and now you, you're committing again to doing something specific and you're sharing that with them. Now, after that, you're actually sitting with each other while you're doing something. So again, there's the presence of another person that affects our behavior, that makes us want to perform. And then again, at the end, when you're checking in, you're reflecting how it went, sharing that with another person, you know, we're very deliberate about having a safe environment. So there's really no reason to lie. But usually by that point, like it's there's so many triggers that are causing you to make good choices that it's rare that you'll have been unproductive. You might have gotten distracted for a minute. And actually, it's really empowering to share that with somebody to say, you know what, I did get off track for five minutes, but you know that you were here and that really you know brought me back to the task that I wanted. Okay, really neat. So let's bring it. Let's assume I'm a like a developer working in a medium, small, medium-sized company, maybe twenty to hundred employees, and and I feel lonely. You know, what are some of the learnings or the research out there on how I can feel like a stronger sense of belonging with members of my own company, apart from the Focusmate plan of having your own group, private group within your company, <laughs> right? Based on what you just said, it, it helps. You know, with that social connection. Like, what what can I do? You know, if I'm sitting at home by myself. Yeah, that's a it's a really good and important question and and actually most people don't realize how much of an epidemic loneliness is. I just I saw some research I think by like the University of Austin or of Texas at Austin think that loneliness is a greater predictor of early death than obesity. So, wow. it's a pretty serious issue. My experience is like I I'm not always super conscious when I'm conscious of it when I'm lonely kind of easy to ignore and and like we do things like Facebook and Instagram to when we are lonely but it doesn't actually fix our loneliness so anyway just I think it's worth sharing that like <laughs> if if you think you might be lonely you probably are <laughs> and uh and I think we're just really a cultured to not acknowledging how lonely we are so just want to want to put that out there because it's super super important and impactful on us what can you do? I mean, Focusmate certainly helps with this. And, and even though you're sitting quietly with somebody, I just find it honestly transformative for my the experience of going through my day that I just have somebody who's like, Hey, how are you? <laughs> what are you what are you working on? And and occasionally you'll have a minute of connection beyond that. But there's something really nice and vulnerable about just like, hey, here's what here's what I'm working on right now. And and getting into the details with somebody else um, and somebody else kind of like feeling seen in what you're up to. Even with an individual who you'll probably never, never see again, that is helping people with loneliness. Like it's, even if it's a, again, on the, on the surface, it's a very superficial. You know, thing. I get that. And 
I don't know, maybe it's just the culture that we have is, I think because signing up for Focusmate unto itself is an act of vulnerability. It's like, I'm, <laughs> I can't do this on my own, or I'd rather not do this on my own. And I'd really like your support. That's like the underlying conversation or message of somebody who's signing up for Focusmate. And so because of that, we have this sort of kinship and loving, supporting vibe, I think. And, and I'd be interested in what, what you've experienced as far as that goes. But yeah, even when I show up with a stranger, it's just, it feels pretty connected. So I think, I think that really goes a long way. And I mean, I know that we were just talking about this before the show. Like, I know that I can still get into a rut where I'm just too isolated. And because, you know, I, I still remember when I was working at an office, the chances that I would meet up with a friend or go to the gym or like, you know, do a class at the gym, something on my way home from work was a lot higher because I was already not at home. And so I know I have to be more deliberate about making real connections with people when I'm working remotely. So, you know, I, I don't think I have great answers for this right now. To be honest, it's something that I personally am, and I'm really excited about exploring for myself. I don't know. I think just like forcing yourself to get out of the house and go interact with human beings in the flesh, I think is is also really important. But I don't know, what's what's your experience been? Yeah, so I'm an extrovert. So for me, I am hyper aware of my loneliness when I'm by myself. You know, I've got three kids. You know, my wife works, she's at home. I could tell, you know, by Wednesday, if I haven't left the house and I've really had minimal social interaction, you know, she just looks at me like, whoa, like you're coming on way too strong. I'm like, how's your day? How's Larry at work? You know, all these things as I'm living kind of my social life through her and she's like yo you need to get out and so so i now have a co-working space that i go to two to three days a week maybe not for the full day but for the part of the day and i've made some friends there and that's really been transformative for me especially through the winter here in canada where it's just it's just harder to get outside because it's cold and it's not not as much fun for at least for my for me so as an extrovert yeah i need to get to a co-working space focus made has been pretty interesting too i mean i enjoy it just for like the accountability thing i use pomodoro i've been a pomodoro person for a long time but to have someone where they're just going to ask you how it went you know and you could lie to them it's fine but in general like yeah i do feel a bit of like i do want to be honest and i find that i do i do pretty well when i, I do have this person in the background but but i feel i'm a little bit exceptional in that I'm, I'm an extrovert so it's it's easy for me to you know to be aware of my loneliness could you tell me a little bit you know some other behavioral science that you've used you know focus mate kind of relates to you talked about you know us being social creatures and having and feeling that need to really fit in you know what what else is there that's kind of in, in those deeper layers of seemingly very simple and superficial activity the first piece of it is just is the well it's called pre-commitment in like behavioral science literature so when you're creating essentially you're booking or requesting a focus mate partner ahead of time you are pre-committing to doing something at that time so that's the first layer the second layer is when you show up you're setting an intention and there's tons of tons of research about intention setting and goal setting as driving productivity then we also push you to get really specific in how you define your task so as you'll know most of our users will write down each task they're working on in our chat interface after they tell their partner. So that's number three is around task specificity, which also 
as is a big driver of productivity. Tell me about what that intention means. It feels like there's lots there. I just don't understand what that really what that really means. Well, it's kind of the difference between like sliding into your day, knowing you have a bunch of stuff to do, you know, suddenly your email inbox is open and two hours have flown by on email and you're doing work, right? You're like everything in your inbox theoretically is important. Or like something pops into your head and I'm like, oh, like I have to, re- somebody just Slack messaged me this Google Doc that I need to comment on. So I'm going to go do that. And it's just this kind of like reactive way of spending your time and being intentional is just very simply like stopping and asking yourself, like, what's the most valuable thing I could do right now? What's the most important thing I could do right now? Mm-hmm. And and just answering that for yourself. So it's just literally stopping, setting an intention and then pursuing that thing. And so with Focusmate, you are forced to stop and set an intention versus you certainly can do that on your own, but nobody's going to force you to set an intention. So you could just react to email, you could react to Slack messages, you could react to, I'm stressed about X, so I'm going to just work on that. So that's what I mean by intention setting. Nice. So what is the research around intention? So let's say, you know, I just start into my day, I just start checking my email, I just start like doing whatever comes to my inbox versus I'm assuming would mean like setting up a plan of these are the three things I want to do today or blocking off time on my calendar to do specific tasks. I'd imagine those would be strategies to be intentional. What does the research say related to kind of productivity related to that? You know, I would have to like dig it up and there's actually a bunch of resources on our website at focusmate.com forward slash science. But I mean, the way I think about it is just like, it's almost painfully obvious how powerful intention setting could be because I think the the 80-20 rule, the you know Pareto's law is, is a really good way to understand it because pretty much everybody has way more stuff to do than they can do, right? Everyone's to-do list is way too long. Like if you look at my Kanban board on my wall right now. There's like, I don't know, a hundred sticky notes on there. And at any point in time, there's always just a few things that are going to make by far the biggest impact on moving you toward your goal, whatever it is. So if you were to just choose something at random, you'd be likely to choose something that's probably in the the 20% bucket, like the 80% of things that only have 20% of the impact. But if you stop and you think about it, you can identify the stuff, the 20% of things that create 80% of the impact. And as long as you choose one of those things, you're you're doing okay. But if you just choose at random or you choose based on stress or your inbox or something like that, you're gonna spend a lot more time working for a lot less impact. This is incredible. I, I hadn't seen the Focusmate slash science page. We'll link to it in the show notes. But you outline like, hey, like this type of interaction that we're creating with Focusmate releases dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, endorphins, and, you know, reduces the adrenaline that I guess often comes with procrastination. I love how you laid this out. This is great. Yeah, I mean, we, we'd we actually like to do some original research on Focusmate. And we're talking to a couple of professors here in New York City about doing that. Because it, it is a, you know, I've unpacked an, several of the behavioral science triggers that are in there. There's others that in there as well. Um, but we're just, you know, we're combining them in a, in a fairly novel way. So, yeah, it would be interesting to see actually the, the true sort of total impact that they have all combined together. Mm-hmm. Love it. Tell me some of your favorite stories that you've heard from Focusmate practitioners. I should say, you know, I'm, I'm on the Facebook group. I read a lot of the stuff there. People who like Focusmate like it a lot. Again, this is a <laughs> podcast about Focusmate, but I think people love these, you know, these chemicals that are being released into their body and, and recognize that Focusmate is a catalyst to that. You know, what are the what are your, some of their favorite stories that you've heard 
of people using Focusmate? Maybe my favorite all time is this woman who I met her. She was doing a Focusmate session from a practice room at Juilliard. She was practicing the piano. Juilliard's the top music school in the world, as far as I know. And, and she told me that she had prepared for her auditions using Focusmate. And she felt like because of Focusmate, she was ready and she got into Juilliard. So that's pretty, it's pretty life-changing kind of impact. And then I feel like every week someone posts another story about how they were like so far behind on their thesis for either their master's or their PhD program. And they got on Focusmate and in a matter of months, they turned around a multi-year slide towards failure and managed to complete their degree. So that's, that's pretty crazy and awesome too. That's incredible. On your website, there's a nice picture that says about Taylor and why you started it. It's got a nice picture of you in a button-down shirt, being a very good tribes person, fitting in really well. You know, let's say podcast not about focus mate, but I said I'm a big fan. How could people kind of replicate this for maybe their own social situation? Maybe they don't want to do it online. Maybe they'd rather do it in person. Like, what are kind of similar experiences that people could recreate that might just be a bit more uh, set up for them, whether they're working in a traditional company or they're working at a co-working space or they're, or they're working at home. Not to be too salesy, but I would definitely encourage people to try it before you find something else because A, it's free and B, it's just super convenient. Like there's no coordinating with other people. You literally just, you can request an appointment anytime you want to be working. Yeah, let's say let's say it's blocked at work because people are like, oh, surely these people are not productive because they're staring at someone in the background. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I'm a fan of creating this kind of social accountability in every part of your life that you possibly can. And I'm, I'm a customer of other products and services that help me do that. So yeah, this is just one of many ways. And, and actually tonight, I have a meeting with my men's group. It's sort of a men's support group mastermind type thing. And that's another one of the ways that I get accountability and support. So I'm sure everyone knows that quote, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I just, I think that's profoundly true and effective at impacting our lives. So yeah, like if I were in an office and I couldn't use this, what would I do? I would, I would probably send out an email blast and like recruit some people to do some like co-working sessions in a conference room a couple of times a week. And I, we would create some ground rules. That's like, here's, here's what we do. We leave our phones at the door and we start by you know declaring what we're going to get done and we set a timer and we all check in every time the timer goes off and uh, yeah i honestly i would just replicate focus mate in the flesh i think that could be profoundly effective and there's there are other businesses that are doing stuff like that cave day is one that's based here in new york that you can go in person and have a facilitator like lead you through a super productive day or afternoon so yeah you could totally apply the same principles on your own wow and cave day probably costs hundreds and hundreds of dollars per day and and yet it's a person saying, put that phone back in your pocket. <laughs> and it's probably worth it. You know? Yeah, I guess that's true. Someone like there just to beat you beat you up if you're not uh, focused on, on what you're doing. That makes sense. Great. So if people want to get started doing a focus mate, just try it out. You know, what can, what can people expect when they go to focusmate.com? Yeah, so you go to focusmate.com, you'll click to sign up. It's free to join. We actually don't even have a paid plan yet, so you can't pay us even if you want to. And once you create your account and you'll add your profile picture, you'll just land in the Focusmate calendar, which you'll see lots and lots of other people that have booked their sessions there. And you just 
any time slot where you would like to be productive, you'll just book that time slot and we'll take care of finding you a partner. When your session is coming up, there will be a, a link that you can click in your Focusmate dashboard to launch into the video call. So you don't need to download any software. It all takes place just in your browser. So literally all you need to do is just go create an account and choose a time when you want to get something done. Wicked. Taylor, this has been lots of fun. Thanks for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me, Jevin. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. All right. Well, to our listeners out there, this has been another episode of Building Remote Teams from Taylor and myself, Jevin. Thanks a lot. All right. So we've got two reviews in this week. Uh, we have one from Money Misha saying, great advice for business owners. Listen to Jevin's first two episodes so far and have to say he's dropped some golden nuggets for managers and people looking on sourcing employees. Can't wait for the next episode. Well, I have to say it's not usually me that's dropping the nuggets, it's the guests, but I appreciate the thought, Money Misha, thanks. And we got one from Mike Buckby. Great start. I just listened to the first episode and wow, this is great. I've worked remotely for a decade and really appreciate someone approaching the matter with respect and curiosity. And, and the will to improve the culture and productivity for all remote teams. Wow, super flattered. Great, well, listen, thanks for doing those reviews. Really helps uh, the podcast. Um, and I'd love it if you could too, you know, on your uh, on your favorite player, whether it's iTunes or Spotify, uh, leave a review and I'd love to read it on the show. Thanks. <laughs>